0: can ravage my
1: body. But I beg you with all that is decent and holy. Don't destroy my plantation. Sergeant! Burn the
0: fields! Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold
1: it, it, baby. This is a a full dress rehearsal. We need to see the wolf. So wolf out. Whatever you do. Well, Mr. Lolly, uh, well, I've been doing some thinking, and I decided that I'd rather play the part as me. Whoa. Well, I'll play it. Play it as myself. No one wants to see you. How am I going to put this to you? Uh, no wolf, no part. What do you think? For Michael J. Fox, life hasn't been easy. going through changes his voice is changing give me a keg of beer I mean, is there anything wrong with me he's got hair on his chest he's stopped being a boy what do you think about to get worked up. at last he's become scott scott howard this is your
2: father speaking now open this door right this minute all right oh. Next All right, day. hey everybody, welcome to Sequelitis. Welcome
1: to Sequelitis. I'm Matt.
0: And I'm Manny.
1: And, and we're joined by our special guest today. I'm Justin. Thank you guys for having me. I'm coming to you live. Well, I'm not live, but I am alive here in Sherman Oaks. We got the Nard Dog. Amen to that.
0: He is a um, so. A little background on Justin. Uh, years ago, Matt had written a play Allegedly. with a friend of his. And he wrote it in college, and then we we all were living in California, Hollywood. And we're like, hey, wouldn't it be great if instead of waiting for someone to cast us in something, we will make a play. We just need someone to write something. And Matt was like, hey, guys, I wrote something. And uh, we put on this little stage play. We did three performances of it, and it was called The New Adventures of Jesus Christ. And Justin and I were some... Um, what what is it? ensemble cast members? Yes, yeah, so, so we, we both played, played, played multiple roles. Seven, eight, uh, yeah. We each got to be Jesus in like uh, multiple uh, commercials. That's wild.
1: Three performances was it? But, it's, but so many rehearsals. We were well oiled when when we. What did we do? Three, one and then wasn't there a break and then we came back or yeah. something? We did. did one. We did
0: like one week and then we had a week off and then we did. Okay. Uh, two the next two weeks after yeah. that. Like Friday, that, we did two and then we had one off. Okay, one yeah. Last. There were like Friday night performances or yeah. something. Yeah. and Matt we thought it his, was going to be huge. I remember Matt we thought made his we were money because gonna... we, we we set it up with this. I made uh, no money. God, what was what was the theater called? It was Next Stage. So La Brea and Sunset. Yeah, uh, very... real lovely spots in Hollywood black box um, very, theater. Uh, no sets. Yeah. I was unfamiliar with black
2: box the format of it.
0: Yeah, and like literally there are black boxes on the stage. Those were those were the flats. Yeah. Those were what we had to work with and we had a little window in the back. Um, there was a, um, a vampire play that was going on next door simultaneously. Yeah, it was like a long-running thing. A very strange, They, they always man. wanted to kick us out. Yeah, the man who owns
1: it is really... Uh, I don't know what to say about him. Hope the Beruvians.
0: Chris Beruvians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I remember like uh, I had just moved to Los Angeles, and so I was trying to kind of get my handle on the city, and I remember going to these rehearsals with you guys, and walking over there was a there is a um Burger King and a Starbucks right across mm-hmm. the street mm-hmm. and yeah. there's a bus stop right there mm-hmm. and i remember one day walking past there and you could tell that someone over, at some point le- the night before or a couple of nights before or something had used the backside of that bus stop for a toilet and not number one. He's it used it as a toilet and moved on. It was definitely <laughs> a strong number two. But uh, yeah, the, pay, the, the, the play was really something. Uh, it was a whirling dervish. It yeah. was definitely conducted at a breakneck pace, and we
1: we put a lot into it. Looking back, I mean, we, we rehearsed, we tried, we yeah. there was stuff we had to do, and or people, we thought at the time we took can it seriously. Still
0: find it on YouTube right now, right? Yeah, it was very dialogue heavy.
1: I want to see that DVD though. If you guys, yeah, Matt, if I'll, you can, I'll yeah. dig it up.
0: Yeah, I think there, I know. There's exactly a DVD it is. if you guys uh, send us some money so we can like host more stuff on our. Um, on our page, um, we'll we'll send you a copy of the DVD if it works. I don't even know if the DVD works. It looks like, I'd like to see it, it looks like that DVD was laying that. at the back of that stop, uh, bus stop that someone shit all over. That all right. is
1: weird. I, this is not to get too far off, but when you live in the valley like I did, and I had moved to Hollywood during right before we filmed that, but it's another world, man. When you're in Woodland Hills or Sherman Oaks, and then you're you're down there, you know, it's like a wake up, like when I moved to Hollywood, it was like, whoo, like, you know, it's like, whoa, you know, you walk out your door and it's like a guy a who wants people... to piss on a cop car for a dollar and, you know, number two all over the place or whatever it is. It's. it's... I
0: used to, I used to go back to Texas and um, a couple of the agencies that I was working with in Texas, I used to go back. And I would talk to uh, actors there that were considering moving from Texas to Los Angeles.
2: And you'd be like, "You guys are crazy! Don't do
0: it." Well, I was just Stay like, home. "Look, like save up as much money as you can because things are definitely going to go wrong once you move out here. But having a little bit of money to cushion the blow will we're make it easier." Go for to you. California, but I was like, <laughs> "Look, if you move here, like." Everybody is like, oh, i got to get a place in Hollywood, because that's where the auditions are going to be. Don't get a place in Hollywood. Wherever you move, don't Mm. move to Hollywood. Because it's like basically moving into the lobby of a mental health center. Mm -hmm. uh, Because there's just crazy people constantly wandering around there. And it's a nightmare. I if you think... move there, like expecting to see like movie stars and there to be like cool parties and it's going to be like fucking swingers, it's well, not. Then you're dude. a loser
1: if you want to do that anyway. But... Yeah, but most people <laughs>
0: that that are moving to Los Angeles to become actors or directors or mm, writers right.
1: are losers. Or the way they think of Hollywood, I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying. I think it depends on the location, like with a lot of stuff. Because I do like my apartment and certain things, but God, I get burnt out sometimes just by the neighborhood and the. The people around there. I got I, so
0: burnt out. I don't live in Los Angeles anymore. Yeah,
1: but the valley. You don't want to be driving out of the valley every morning either. So it's no. Like it's,
0: if you move, if you find a decent place in a good location in like uh, North Hollywood or West Studio Hollywood, City, you know. Studio City. Furthest you want to move is to Sherman Oaks. You can try moving to Encino, but once you get on the other side of the 405, man, it's and yeah. all hope. You know, if you've got somewhere you got to go, you know, maybe you'll get there and maybe you won't. You you don't know. Um, But, anyway, that's our little intro What are we talking about on this episode today? Not the new adventures of Jesus Christ No,
2: please, we'll we'll edit all that out What we will talk about today Is We're gonna pitch you Teen Wolf number 2 Yes, they already made one T-O-O We're throwing it out We're gonna sequel as Teen Wolf 2 We're We're gonna create our
0: version of of Teen Wolf 2
2: First of all, to understand Teen Wolf 2 You gotta understand Teen Wolf number 1 Now, we have talked about Teen Wolf number 1 a little bit
0: yeah because we like the movie. Yeah, we like the movie. And, like, I, I remember as a kid, I loved Teen Wolf 2. I, I loved Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about the production of it. I, I knew that I already liked uh, Michael J. Fox because I was a fan, as a kid, of Family Ties. And I was definitely a fan of Back to the Future. But but Teen Wolf exists because of Back to the Future. Right. Um, as far as I understand it, they shot Teen Wolf before. Um, before Michael J. Fox became a star because of Family Ties and Back to the Future but it was because of the success of Back to the Future that they released Teen Wolf into theaters and it became this hit because wasn't it like just supposed to go out and just be a straight to to VHS um, release? I don't know if
2: it was that exactly but I know that they cast Michael J. Fox in that and he made that whole movie before Back to the Future but because of some sort of and I don't fully understand what happened, but because of something, Back to the Future came out first. I think they wanted him to be a big star, and then release T- uh, Teen Wolf. That's my best guess. I think
0: what it was is I, I think I think Michael J. Fox's people actually tried to suppress Teen Wolf, and I think that's what happened. And and you know the the producers of the movie realized like, hey, just based on the star value of this guy alone, if we put this movie out right now, we're gonna make a lot of money.
2: The thing that made Teen Wolf genius was the way that it combined, uh, pre, you know, pre-pubescence adolescence into becoming a Teen Wolf. And, like, how you you grow hairy and you turn into this monster. And they sort of teamed that with the idea of, like, you're becoming an, uh, an adult. Mm-hmm. You're transitioning from adolescence. And they, they combined it together in, in such a tasteful, interesting way that's what
1: made it such a good movie in my opinion was it because i gotta re i gotta review this one i mean i've seen i'm familiar with it but was it one of these things where they had you buy because you know when he turns into the wolf and goes ham on the basketball court and Dominis, which by the way, I told you guys I watched it recently, he's dribbling with his head down. Right. And he's five foot two and he's dunking on the He's all ground. over the place. But you're buying it. I mean, and like the fact that he it's turns called, into it's a, a, a wolf. Movie. Well, you know, no one says, like, whoa, he's a wolf, like on the court, right? They just they just act like it's normal, right? Like they just you yeah. know what I mean? Nobody Usually, fully freaks out. Well, there's there's one moment
2: where he first turns and they're all kind of like, huh? And he scores right. a basket and they're like yeah, right. they're <laughs> well, totally into well, it. I remember that, that part. That's burned
0: step. into my memory. So it's uh, there's there's a scrum for the ball, yeah. and there's basically a dog pile, and um, Scott is is down at the bottom of of the dog pile. And because like his aggression brings out the wolf. It's yeah. it's not like your traditional werewolf story where there has to be a full it moon like and the then he turns Hulk into it. Kinda, no, kinda, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bit, kind yeah. of. Like he, it, the full moon brings angry. it out of it, but also whenever he gets angry he can yeah. turn into the wolf during, He he learns to turn into the wolf at will. Yeah. Right. But yeah, there's this scrum, he, he fights his way out of the scrum and you can hear the little <laughs> rah, 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 the, the growl <laughs> thing that they would do. Yeah. <laughs> and he shakes everybody off of him, and then everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, this dude is just like, he's a werewolf. And then he's just like, yeah, I'm a werewolf. And then he just starts going with it, scores a bucket, and then everyone's like, a star is born. Yeah. But what's really funny is you, you talked about it kind of dealing with these things in a classy sort of way. Yes. Uh, the movie's a metaphor for a couple of things. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it, it, it was consciously... A metaphor for basically like masturbation and kind of coming into your own sexually, like um, you know, reaching your 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 adulthood. Okay. Um, Did you ever
1: masturbate to Team Wolf or no?
0: Uh, I know as a kid I was kind of turned on by the idea of like getting shoved into a closet for that I seven know. minutes that in was heaven with so, a oh. yeah. chick that you like, and then yeah. of course oh, there was sure. the whipped cream bikini. Yeah, and there was the
2: scene where with like the prom queen chick, and she was like, Oh, however you sound me behind, or whatever that play that she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like boning Scott as the wolf, and then when he turns to the regular Scott, she's like, not you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she wanted the wolf. Yeah. But
0: the other thing that I think it's about is because of the time period in which this was made and released, I think the, the thing that it's subconsciously about is cocaine addiction. Oh, whoa. And, like, uh, basically, like, how you can kind of become this, like, super version of yourself by using drugs mm-hmm. and then realizing, like, you know what? I've turned into a madman, and maybe I need to, like, cut back a little bit. Okay. And stick to being myself, which is the lesson that he earns learns at the end of the movie. Um, it, it, did, it did a thing that a lot of movies during that time period did, but I think it found kind of like a, a hip way to do it that was very relatable to, to, to younger people at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, it was a sex comedy. Like, it's a super 80s movie.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which I love.
2: And it had the cool friend, Skiles, who, like, he shouldn't been such a Great cool name. part. Great yeah. But, yeah, he was such a, like, a cool friend to Scott. He always had his back about everything. It's like no matter what, yeah. Scott real understanding was going through,
1: guy for his age, you know. Like a yeah. lot of wisdom with that guy.
2: He never turned his back on Scott, even when he could have to, like his political benefit. Yeah, you know, he didn't. He always stuck with Scott. And then they they surfed on top of the van. They did handstands on top of the van. They played. Surfing it was a little USA. almost
1: intense when you first saw him as the wolf. Like I remember as a kid, not like really scared, scared, but it was kind of weird, right? I always yeah. thought it was badass,
0: like. When he's the wolf and he's surfing on top of the van and doing the backflips as the van is driving. That was so badass. Yeah, like I, like still to this day, I'm yeah. like, damn, man, like I wish I had that athletic ability. I will never be that good in yeah. my life. Do you think that Teen Wolf less Unless exists... I get on some cocaine.
2: <laughs> Do you think Teen Wolf exists in part because of the Michael Jackson Thriller music video? Is it is it like a son of thriller? I'm not going to speculate on exactly uh,
0: what what like, what inspired the movie outside of what I already said about you know adolescence and cocaine. You know? Do you really?
1: You really? You, that's interesting. Yeah, you're all it's, in on this cocaine. It's an amazing. Movie. Thing we're taking it. I mean, no one's ever talked about Teen Wolf in this way, but I get maybe, man. I no, I but I mean, think so. about it. Like, you, like he yeah. uses
0: the wolf as a way to become more popular than he is as his alter ego, mm-hmm. and it slowly morphs him into this person that he thinks everyone. Like he he behaves the way that he thinks everyone else wants him to behave, and when he starts to realize that he's kind of pushing his friends away from him and that he's. He's hanging out with people that only are hanging out with him because they see they see it as a way to make to, to bolster their own popularity. Yeah. That's when he's like, you know what, man, fuck this. I'm gonna go back to being lame ass Scott. Yeah, I don't think you're. I don't think you're wrong at all. Actually, now the more I think, uh, about it's it. interesting.
1: I mean, and, I don't. Well, because think-
0: there's also the scene when his dad comes in and like he's in the bathroom and he's freaking out because he's transforming and he can't control it. Yeah, and his dad's like knocking at the door and he finally opens the door. And his dad's a wolf. Yeah, that's the yeah. I thought it was cool because they made his dad look different than the way he did. Yeah. yeah. And he says to him, he's like, look, I know. He's like, sometimes it skips a generation and I guess it didn't. And it's one of those things to where, like, when I was watching it as a kid, I'm like, "I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's, it's a family thing, you know. Yeah. But as an adult and watching the movie and kind of understanding the context a little bit better, then I understand, like, oh, okay, like it's it's a metaphor for like your sexuality and and you know not necessarily like a gay straight thing but more like your ability to control your own urges and how it gets expressed
2: and at a certain point in the movie they start relying real heavily on the sports trope of like oh he's playing basketball and he's so good at basketball and it's unbelievable and it's at about basketball. yeah and it's about like the championship game and is he going to be on the team And, like, it it starts to get so heavy about the basketball, I feel like at at certain points it relies a little too heavily on that aspect. Yeah. And that's where Teen Wolf 2 really falls apart, because when when Teen Wolf 2, they try to recreate
1: everything from Teen Wolf, but with Jason Bateman... Which is not a bad start. No, but I I was telling this earlier, I don't like, I don't love that in in sequels, when the real, the guy isn't back, I don't know, it just, to me, it kills it a little bit. Yeah,
0: but you you gotta realize, like, they were faced with the fact that, you know, um, I know why. You know, we, we have to make, we have to strike while the iron is hot, there's no way we're getting Michael J. Fox back for this movie. Like any Um, sequel,
1: strike when, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's sequelitis, It's a disease, you know. And you're doing you're striking because the first one's hot. So let's make a second, worse one, and maybe a so, third one. So, so here's
0: Z's is I need to get more <laughs> cocaine, so. and I got to make enough money to get it. <laughs>
1: So the question is... So who's cocaine, though? Is it the wolf? Yeah. Or is there yeah. a dealer? No, no being, being, being the wolf, wolf, wolf is, is being, being, being high on, on cocaine. cocaine. Maybe. I don't know. I, he'd you know, have a hard time. Manny has me
2: convinced, actually. At first, I the, wasn't into it, but I think Manny has me convinced yeah. now. Because yeah. when, he, when he becomes the wolf, everybody wants to party with him. Everybody wants to drink kegs mm-hmm. with him. Everybody wants to but be around
1: him. But it's only for that reason.
0: No, like, yeah, when that when he, he goes to the liquor store, and he's trying to get the keg of beer, and the guy's like, you're not old enough to get a keg of beer. And he like like starts his eyes start glowing red give me, me a cake, cake. yes of beer. yeah that was crazy <laughs> and the guys like don't hurt me man whatever yeah. you want
2: yeah. but then when he becomes normal scott again the, the, even his uh you know prom queen girlfriend is like not you you know nobody wants to be around him the only person that likes him for him is the next girl next door neighbor that's see, a big yeah, thing this, to this me that's a big me. thing for drugs
1: yeah, is when you're I was... hanging out with people you don't like and would cross the street not to see <laughs> yeah. but you're them only <laughs> and <laughs> listening to a guy's story because he's got the the cocaine and he's forcing you to do it I mean that is that is definitely a truth I remember I when I was a kid
0: I was like man I would not turn Booth down like I, I would be all over that and even yeah. even his dad and of course his dad like you know he has that that horn dog in him yeah the, the horn wolf <laughs> and he's like, he's like, really, Scott? You're gonna turn down Booth? Like that girl likes you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's, he's like, Dad, come on.
2: And so anyway, so <laughs> for the sequel,
0: oh jeez, all oh, man. <laughs> they, <Yep. laughs> for the
2: sequel, they try to to uh, reinvent the sports analogy, but this time with boxing. And when they say
1: to- too, are they just being? Or is two, like, also, also Jason Bateman? Yeah. Now he's his cousin. He's also a Teen Wolf. Because they basically <laughs> mention quickly, this is it. It's not one of those things where they're saying, this is Michael J. Fox, and we're just right. using a different guy. It's his cousin, they mention that briefly, yeah. right? Now,
2: so here's the question for our rules, though. Do we use Michael J. Fox? Because that's kind of unfair, because the studio didn't no, have No, no,
0: no. Okay, like, I've actually got a pitch. Go uh, I remember that I actually threw this pitch at you a while back, because I, yeah. I wanted to talk about Teen Wolf 2. Okay. Um, I have but, a copy. Here's, here's my pitch for Teen Wolf 2, is that what you do is you obviously can't get Michael J. Fox back. He's gone. Uh, what you do is you set it in the near future, and now he is a uh, young family man, and he hasn't been the wolf in a long time. So he's he's gotten married. He can get married to Booth or whoever. Wait, slow down. He's slow got down. he's got like maybe two kids. I have a okay. question.
2: He, I think said we don't have Michael J. Fox, but now you got him in the movie.
0: No, no, no. You don't have Michael J. No, Fox. He's changing. The I'm whole, saying the f- I'm saying you you now have a, a an adult version. You don't have right. the Teen Wolf. But right. it's a you different have actor. Adult Wolf. Yes, you have. Down the road. Either like way, either I, I gotta downvote this. I gotta down hold on, hold on. Let me get through my pitch okay, first. Okay, yeah, though. go ahead. Uh, either way, you have to get a different actor. And so now you've got an adult Scott, and okay. he's dealing with uh, the fact that he's he's in his thirties now, and life isn't going quite as great. It, like like he's losing he's losing kind of the excitement and yeah. zest for life that he had. Okay, you know, and maybe he's getting towards his midlife crisis.
2: Same name, but, different actor.
0: Uh, yeah, got same it. name, different actor. Okay, got so it. now he's like working in corporate America, and he's kind of got like this this uh, no. There's a job with like no excitement. He's got a marriage that isn't that great. Oh, I
2: think I remember this pitch. And yeah, I, and I said Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's he's yeah. working he's working
0: his corporate job, and one day something triggers him, and he turns into the wolf. And yeah. then suddenly, that's when his life starts to like go on an upswing. Yeah. And so now, like, sex with his wife is better, and um, now he's uh, he's starting to like do better in business, like maybe he works a job in sales, and now he's making all these sales, and he starts showing up to work as the wolf, and everyone's like, oh, we like this guy, this, and slowly the same sort of things happen. You follow basically the same plot arc of the original movie, where he gets to a point where he realizes that he's losing his sense of his own identity by becoming the wolf. And he realizes, like, the confidence has always been there. It just took him transforming into the wolf to tap back into it. Yeah. And he decides that rather than becoming someone that's kind of moving away from his wife and his own identity in order to pursue all the success, he's going to be more humble, but he's going to retain that confidence in himself.
2: Yeah, No, you know what? That is a really good pitch. The only thing that hurts it is that there's been other movies that are similar, but... That on its own is like is a really quality. A guy idea. that
0: works a corporate job and is also a werewolf. I he's feel not like that part. and the wolf just
1: just wrecking <laughs> bitches in the bedroom, man. I was just that yeah. you had me thinking
0: that for a second. Oh my god! But yeah, you Rich can have like just a tearing way.
1: that up. You man. you
0: could have like his wife, uh, <laughs> like he, he's like he's maybe having an argument with his wife where she's just like, you know, we used to have a sex life no, and now we don't have anything. And he's like through the wall, and like he like freaks out and he turns into the wolf and then he just pounces on her and then it cuts to them like lying in bed. <laughs> Her hair. Like, like, oh.
1: Oh, and he's like, he's like, he's <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> oh, what's
1: gotten into you?
0: <laughs> <All> right, well, <laughs> got a little bit of wolf in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on, well, hold on. <laughs> I feel like
2: that might be a good idea for like the third one when when Michael J. Fox decides that he needs to come back to the franchise, like after <laughs> after his his post-Frighteners career has sort of fallen apart. You know, his post-Spin City. Yeah, post mm.
0: post-Spin City, but pre like. um Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. That's really what got
2: him. That's when he comes back to Teen Wolf. But what about Teen Wolf 2? What about an alternative pitch? What about if we focus on the dad? Let's say Scott has gone off to college. I love that actor that played the dad. Oh, he's great, yeah. What if he gets... What if he sort of goes through the cocaine... Plot line—the same sort of thing that you're talking about. He gets like all good at sales. He like maybe he starts a bigger hardware store or something like that.
0: Oh yeah, I think I remember you talking about. He gets he gets uh, Skiles working with him at the hardware store. Oh, I already pitched that. I I yeah. remember you telling me something like this. So yeah, kind of kind of run through that.
2: Well, the way it would go would be that. Um, you know, he starts once he becomes the wolf, he like gets on TV, starts doing ads. he's like come down to wolf Hard, Wolf's hardware you know And so all these people start coming down. he starts like being the wolf for all these people, sells are through the roof and he starts expanding he kind of becomes like a, like a local figure. and then you've got like the, the mayors and the corrupt police chiefs that, that get together and they want to try to bring him down the same kind of thing from the first movie where the principal was mad at him because he got with the principal's girlfriend or whatever same kind of thing. And of course, he's banging all the wives too. On top of that, <laughs> oh!
0: Teen Wolf too. Honey, what got into you?
1: <laughs> Wolf. Remember Wolf But don't have, remember Wolf with Jack Nicholson. I'm getting that's my ADD. I just thought of that for some reason. Remember, there was a movie. Did you ever hear? It was like a I 90 saw movie, it, yeah. it turned into a wolf. It was Michelle. But I, I'm oh really. God,
0: I don't fucking remember that at all. Yeah. I know that they made a werewolf <laughs> movie with Manisha Del Toro that was awful. Yeah, I didn't uh, see it. That. that was I the, didn't see that. That was the
2: first movie in Universal's rebooted franchise, and then they had to reboot it again with the mummy, and now they're gonna have to <laughs> reboot it again. Well, no,
0: because they they rebooted it with. Um, with uh, that that Dracula Untold movie, oh yeah, and yeah, then they yeah. rebooted it with uh, Victor Frankenstein, and then they rebooted it yeah. with the Mummy, and now they're having to reboot it again. And it's like, why don't you just scrap the whole thing <laughs> or make a fucking another Teen Wolf movie? They have hey, come on, they have scrapped the whole thing. Man. Well, they made a they made the Teen Wolf TV show that was on MTV. and right, I didn't see that, and I didn't see it either. Um, I I caught clips of it, and it's very like teen teen kind of drama. Uh, but but that was something that but with was, a wolf, yeah, and I think part of what what brought that on was the popularity of that show uh, True Blood, right? Um, because for some reason these these uh, you know mid two thousand vampire properties felt like they also had to mix in um, werewolves, mm-hmm. and so you had that with the Twilight series and and with the True Blood series as well. That was a show about vampires, but there was also werewolves on it. I didn't watch any of that shit. I didn't watch mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. I bet they had fucking vampires on Teen Wolf. If, if they did um, or they didn't and you want to correct or add to this, sequelitispodcast at, at gmail.com. Feel free to write in and, and
2: I saw know. that vampire movie or that zombie vampire movie that was supposed to be like a love story.
1: Did you guys see that one? Oh my god, what, there was also did it was I. Out?
0: Frankenstein.
1: Yeah. Didn't, I'm not familiar with any of the. What was I. Frankenstein?
0: Though? I. Frankenstein was. It was
1: Frankenweenie too
0: uh uh Aaron Eckhart's he was oh, yeah. he was Frankenstein in the fu- well he was Frankenstein's oh, monster in the future what a disaster oh my god wow it, i mean like it looked bad it sounded bad it didn't do very well at all it's like
2: these guys are standing around like i love universal as a company i just have to say that before i rip them a new one right now but <laughs> I, I i love their shit i remember so many movies i used to love started with that logo but not in the classic monster era. It's like, are they looking at those old posters, like Creature from the Black Lagoon and the Mummy, and they're thinking, like, yeah, like we just do it again. Like it doesn't just work it again. It doesn't
0: make any sense why you would do that because you you've had you've had like a steady crop of movies since the late '70s and the '80s, and now going into the '90s, and now with with CGI and the way that it's basically taken over the film industry, uh, the classic movie monsters. Like, they appeal to people because they're classic, but it's cool to see them on a poster. It's not cool to go and watch them in a fucking movie theater because no one gives a shit. And when they made that mummy with
2: Brendan Fraser, it was a miracle that it was even decent. A fucking mm. miracle! I didn't well, see the that whole, either. The
0: whole reason why that movie worked the way that it did was because it had that Pirates of the Caribbean sort of appeal to it. Yeah, an it was, action adventure, mm. action adventure with comedic elements, mm-hmm. fast paced,
2: mm-hmm. kept it moving. Yeah, and, and it had
0: diminishing returns with with its with its subsequent sequels. Right. I mean, I think the Scorpion King, the spinoff, like that was the most successful of the the Mummy sequels, but you know that wasn't anything that was so great on its own. Yeah, that, that was it, garbage. It launched its own franchise.
2: And and uh, this is a side rant. The Rock. Why did he change his name? Mistake. If it still said The Rock on every every movie poster, that would be bomb. Dwayne I, Johnson we're yeah. talking. About. Yeah. I
0: think I think he was trying to uh separate himself Get away from, from wrestling. Yeah, that just was to, trash. to make himself like he wants to be taken more seriously, like Hulk that, Hogan's, though, like sure. Terry Hogan or whatever in a movie. And it's working when he for him, was, uh, dude.
1: The guy, suburban mom, the or movies whatever.
0: he's in now, fucking make a ton of money. They're he going does, to, man. But when going the to do fast and Spir- furious comes his character out, from, from fast maybe and he curious. didn't know he was going to be that successful. I, I mean. can't wait to see the future that that he and uh, Jason Statham's character have when they finally like embrace the fact that they love each other. Yeah, they you get know, married, settle down together. Yeah. They help raise the Rock's daughter, and she becomes the next Letty. Right. Right, that's beautiful. But every time,
2: every time you see one of those movies out, you always say to yourself, "Love
0: Trumps Hate."
2: You always say to yourself, "Oh, there's the Rock." You never say like, "Oh, Dwayne!" Like, right? It's the Rock.
0: Dwayne is a terrible name for a leading man actor. (laughs) The People's Choice. It's yeah. It's just it's not like. The Rock is a much stronger name, and then having to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I don't want to say that. That's I just want to say received. The Rock. I think Rock. I if, think most
1: people probably do. Still, I, my right? my theory, and I'm sure I'm right
2: here, is that the WWE must own that name. It must have been one of those things where he was yeah, He, Vince was, was, yeah. Yeah, Vince he was having to like pay Vince. You're now Dwayne. Talk you're about not, a cocaine werewolf. You're now <laughs> Dwayne. Vince
1: McMahon. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no. Vince yeah, yeah. was like, "Is
2: like, who are you gonna be, Dwayne You're Johnson? Not. You'll You're never name. be Dwayne Johnson. You're the Rock. Name. I own you. I own the Rock. I
0: own the name. You I listen name. to me, Dwayne,
2: or I'll fight you in the cage,
1: man. <laughs> there is no The Rock without me and the WWE. <laughs> this is this is straight from Wikipedia. And Manny, this is touching on what you said. This is cutting ahead to the plot in Team Wolf Through. With his newfound fame comes girls, top grades, and even the Dean's car. But as the year goes on, Todd realizes that he is losing his friends and self-respect. That's basically what you were talking about. And then it comes into... Oh, he, yeah. He, he, his uncle helps him. You know, he reconnects with the girl and blah, blah, blah. But he has his first freak out during... He thinks he's, like, not... They're looking at him to be, like, the head of the boxing team here. And he's like, well, I don't know, guys. I'm not that athletic. And then he wigs out in the match. And I guess, like, destroys someone no, coming from he behind. wolfs out. Yeah, he wolfs out. I'm sorry.
0: What would have been really funny, though, is if... For Teen Wolf 2, they cast Eric Stoltz. Mm, that would have been beautiful. Had Eric Stoltz replace uh, Michael J. Fox, that would have been very poetic...
2: As poetic as it would have been, I do think Jason Bateman's a, a better pick. But I think you could make the movie as is. It doesn't matter, though, because the Look movie who was sucks. available. Who was
1: available back
2: then? I Corey think, Haynes? I think you could make Manny's movie, Wolf of Wall Street... I like werewolf of so Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, Team I like that. <laughs> Teen Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, but I think you could have made it without Michael J. Fox. I think you could have made it with Jason Bateman. But you just skip after college. I mean, the whole thing the, well, whole the thing about high school
0: thing. is it fits in with high school because you're dealing with an awkward time. Right. And it's like, what if you discover in the midst of high school that you have a superpower and all of a sudden how everybody's attitudes change towards you and does that fundamentally change you as a person? And I know, I know I'm, I'm kind of talking it out like, a Much deeper movie than what Teen Wolf actually is, but there is part of the reason yeah, yeah. why Teen Wolf is a classic and Teen Wolf 2 is a forgettable, uh, you know, symptom of sequelitis is because there is a level of depth to, um, to Teen Wolf, yeah. That despite how superficial the movie actually is, that there was some heart to it, and I don't know how much of that is just due straight up to the humanity that that. Michael J. Fox puts into the character. But, I mean, again, moments where his dad's knocking on the door and he finally opens it up. Oh, that's a great And he's got that's this, great this, that's this great sense scene. of shame. Yeah. Yeah, and his dad's like, look, son, me too. Me too. Like, yeah. That's what makes that yeah. hashtag. Great. Are you too. guys
1: saying you would, if you recast it, had they been... No, I know they did it because people were around when they were around. But would you guys say Jason Bateman... Was it your first pick as Teen Wolf? I just I no Or no. Michael J. Fox. I feel like
2: you just you can't have Michael J. Fox for Teen Wolf two because it's he wasn't going to do it. Yeah, he didn't even want fair. Teen Wolf to come out. He was, right.
0: He was worried about that tarnishing. Maybe not he personally, but his people were right. definitely concerned about that. Yeah. And that's funny. and I think because of the 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 story that I pitched about. Him being a family man and mm-hmm. working a corporate job and living a boring life, mm-hmm. so he's definitely aged up into his thirties. Mm-hmm. And then Matt talking about having the story focus on Skiles and his mm-hmm. dad.
2: I like that too. Maybe yeah. you could do both. Maybe you could
1: combine both those. Yeah, you the could. One story. You very
0: easily could like have both things go back and forth. It's like, already maybe, as good as
1: what they did. I would say what you guys are saying right now. I mean, yeah. well, number two
2: is just uninteresting because they they went over t- very tired ground and because Jason Bateman is not Michael J. Fox. He's not as charismatic. He's not as interesting. Like, Michael J. Fox, man, he could carry a movie. You know, he was a movie star. But he
1: was in great movies, too, always. I yeah, mean, but, yeah, I mean, but he how he much he was, was due to, like, Back the car- to the, the Future, the charisma. you don't think you could have had... Uh Tom Cruise play that part? No, they tried that it with thing. Eric Stoltz, and that that movie well, didn't work. Well, Eric Stoltz is not well. at a
0: very high cost. They went back and reshot the majority of the scenes. They they knew right from the start. Um,
1: Eric Stoltz uh, is not that his, kind uh, of actor. Well, Tom Cruise is a movie Zemeckis star. Zemeckis had
0: wanted to get. I'm Michael thinking about J. who Fox was there, the and he wasn't available. And then just yeah. something happened to where he was available, and you know had they had they released that movie with Eric Stoltz, it, it isn't the because no, he's like, not. We the might same. not even do this podcast because that that movie and ins- the sequels inspired us to do. Eric this podcast.
1: Stoltz I rem- is memorable to me for The Mask and Pulp Fiction. Me too. Not yeah. being in te- not that kind of character. He's not really a, a guy leading man type. He's a character. Yeah, he's a character
0: actor. Totally agree. All right, well, I think that's going to do us for this episode. Thank you guys Writus. for
1: having me. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat>
2: I, the only thing I do want to say is that it's unfortunate that I feel like we've already talked about Teen Will, So this is kind of like we're well, talking was about my the same idea. stuff. I, I, yeah. I kind of But now yeah, I'm realizing, to do Now I, I'm realizing that we may have talked about that. I do want to say one thing real quick. We are. Uh, are you watching Stranger Things, Justin?
1: Did you see the first season? I did not. I I haven't watched a lot. Of, I'm guilty of that with a lot of shows, though. So I need to get on the ball. So.
2: Okay, well, I saw the first season, and the second season just came out. I'm probably. And we did an episode it on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm probably gonna check it out. I'm I'm kind of down on it. Me
2: and Manny talked about it earlier. We're both sort of down on it. We feel like it's probably mm-hmm. gonna be a big disappointment. But hopefully they'll turn things around. I did just want to mention real fast that I am watching the Orville and Star Trek Discovery. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I know neither one of you guys really are. No. Um, but what's interesting is, uh, it was too. It was over my head. I never got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's interesting is that Star Trek Discovery is the new like official Star Trek property, and then Orville. Is a property by Seth MacFarlane, who's a character that I classically hate. I hate Family Guy. I hate all of his Ted movies, all of his movies. (laughs) I hate all of his bullshit. And and Ted 2, we don't need that. I don't know if you guys have covered.
1: We don't need Ted 2, Seth. We didn't need that one. Yeah, Ted T-O-O.
2: Yeah, exactly. But that being said, the Orville is actually more like Star Trek than Star Trek. And it's been a fantastic series so far. I think they just came out with the seventh episode. I've seen them all. Uh, six and seven are probably the two best episodes. A lot of great stuff coming out of there. Um, Star Trek Discovery, I watch it every week, and it's su- it's such a grind. It's such a bad show. Mm. It's unfucking watchable. That's how I feel about all of them. And I'm going to give up on it. Mm. Yeah. Because it's awful. Well,
0: you got me to watch um, The Orville. Yeah, what did
2: you think? You weren't really paying attention. You were on your no, phone I and stuff. No, I paid what did attention. I paid attention exactly
0: to the episode. The thing that I said was surprising for me was that... The show isn't just a straight-up, like, uh, satire parody of, you know, shows like Star Trek and and the sci-fi genre. It actually is a somewhat sincere um, sci-fi series uh, with comedic elements. And Mm -hmm. from the trailer, it seemed like it was definitely going to be more like, you know, if you you wanted to take the concept of... um, What was the Tim Allen movie? Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. If you want to take Mm. Galaxy Quest, do something that's like, hey, this is a parody, like this is a send-up of Star Trek, Um, and you want to do it as a regular series, and instead, like it is something to where it's very much in the spirit of Star Trek, but it's trying to sort of have its own characters and its own universe, and do its own thing, but do it with a bit more uh, levity than what you got on your you know, The Next Generation or I never saw Deep Space Nine. I barely Mm -hmm. watched the original series. I can't. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something to where I I really expected there to be a lot more slapstick and and a lot more Mm like, obvious, in-your-face comedy to it, and there wasn't. It, it actually, it was serious mm-hmm. about the plot that it was trying to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but it was trying to be funny, and, mm-hmm. and spots where it felt it was appropriate. Well,
2: just, just to be clear for myself, like there's a lot of Star Trek out there. I haven't really seen the original series. I haven't seen every episode of it. My main connection to the show is the Star Trek Next Generation show. Mm-hmm. That was out when I was a little kid. My dad loved that. Mm-hmm. And then I went back when I was a little bit older and I watched every single episode. Talk
1: about yeah, like sequels and spin-offs. That that thing. Yeah. How many movies were there? like 7 or 6? No, six? more, more. Uh, they made
2: 10 movies before they started making the JJ Abrams movies, I believe. Or they made 9 movies. Wow. So, now they're up to, you know, and they made 10 movies before. So then J.J. Uh, Abrams and made 11, 12, now. and 13. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so of those movies, I only own the ones that I really like. And that is Star Trek's number two, number three, <laughs> number four, number five, number six, and number eight. And that's it. The rest of them I don't have. <laughs> number nine's terrible. But what about J.J. What yeah,
0: Abrams' Trek?
2: Now, I was, a, I was a big apologist for it at first. You know, I was like, oh, no, it is good. I do like it. I think the first one is tolerable and almost enjoyable. second one is garbage. The third one kind of gets back on track in a positive way, but ultimately it's a really... Back on track, you're saying? (laughs) Uh, But ultimately it's it's a big fuck up. And the new series, what's funny about it is that it follows the J.J. Abrams like, uh, you know, film style where it's got shaky cameras and Mm -hmm. and the weird angles and all that stuff, but it's so uninspired. It's like every shot feels like, oh, here's this shot from the movie, here's this shot from the movie, but it's missing all the likable characters, and it's totally, 100% humorless. And the movies made it a big point to have a lot of humor, which was their strong point.
0: Yeah, uh, I I think my my biggest faults with the, the, the three newest movies... Uh, are that they try way too hard, um, that they, they keep, they keep some of the nerdiness of the series, but it's more kind of just fan service nerdiness. And it's not like genuine, like, here's some really cool concepts and some really cool ideas that yeah. were so interesting that that's why they're in here. And instead it's more just sort of like, here's some things that you can reference back to, you know, something from the original property. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without really like having a true like love and affinity for it, and there's there's a it's it's mostly just like action schlock. Uh, I know there were a lot of people that really thought that uh, um, what was it Uh, Star Trek Beyond? Yeah, that was the best one. Yeah, there were a lot of people that really thought that one was great, and it was an entertaining movie, but it was ultimately forgettable. Um, The plot just there were so many. Logical inconsistencies and massive plot holes in the plot, and if any of the characters on, uh, if any of the characters on board the Enterprise behaved in the way that an actual character uh, from the original series or even the Next Generation would have behaved, they would have never got drawn into what ultimately became the plot of that movie. So yeah, well, for me, it was a big.
2: Well, you, your opinion doesn't count, as always, because you don't know what you're talking about. you got no <laughs> history seeing the show.
0: I speak for the common man, <laughs> sir!
2: Yeah. Um, more like the village idiot. But anyways, so I remember when you're I... A you're a fanboy. You're just a fanboy. I know that. I remember when... You
0: just sat here and said you don't like the movies as much as you used to think you liked them, but the second that I said... You know what? They're not that great. Yeah, because I can oh, say that because well, I a know big
2: big what I'm talking meathead about. Meathead jock idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot.
0: Everybody knows that. <laughs> you should go drive a motorcycle in traffic, moron. <laughs> exactly. My thoughts exactly. This is how he treats me, folks. You're, <laughs> but, you're getting an inside view of the actual relationship between us.
2: <laughs> but I remember when I walked out of the movie theater, I went to the bathroom, and I heard this and you guy threw
0: up all over yourself, and you're like, "Oh God, that was awful."
2: <laughs> I heard this guy right next to me go. Too introspective. Get to the action. <laughs> and I was like, man, fuck you, bro. Why don't you go watch the Fast and the Furious? And that's who they're making. He did, these, I think. The,
0: the guy that directed Star Trek Beyond was a Fast and Furious director. Yeah, I was like, about to
2: bring that up. The movie yeah. for. That's what I was segueing to. So people like, come
0: on, movie, hurry for it up. Thanks stealing my
2: segue. This guy. <laughs> Steal my segue. <laughs> Alright. Is that gonna wrap it up for us? Yeah, that's good to wrap it up. Um we just gotta go back and I gotta cut out all the offensive things I said and then No, we'll be leave good it all in. I
0: want the people to hear the truth. I want I want the people to know exactly how you speak to me and how, how I'm treated. You guys thought I was the villain, but I'm not. I'm the good guy. Surprise. I'm the guy. I'm the guy that's on your side. Matt's the villain. You you, you were the villain. Hashtag Matt's the villain. You live long enough to see yourself become the hero. You you, welcome (laughs) to the upside down, everyone.
2: (laughs) Stranger Things. All right, uh, this has been Sequelitis. Thanks everybody for listening. This is Matt. This is Manny.
1: Take care. care. This is Justin. Thanks for joining us, man. This Teen Wolf.
0: He's got style.
1: There's something different about you. you change your hair?
0: He's got class.
1: Wolf, wolf, wolf. Ah! wolf, wolf. Geek, He's got hair all over his body.
0: Wolves aren't supposed to be shy.
1: He's a wolf in teen's clothing. Big, and tonight is his night to howl. Teen Wolf, a new comedy with Michael J.
0: Fox, star of Back to the Future. (laughs)